is your host Mango here. This is our second episode of DBF Weekly Review. We talk about the news that you might not have the time to fully deep dive into because you're too busy doing IRL stuff or too lazy to sort through all the noise. Trust me, it's understandable. There's a lot that goes through in this space. They say that crypto never sleeps, and boy, does that quote never get old because my eyebags might just start to be showing at this moment. But don't worry. You can still count on me to sort through everything and give you the relevant bits of information you might actually be interested in. So this week we'll be covering yet another Ethereum merger date announcement, commenting on the CPI report of this month, the euro being one to one to the dollar, Celsius declaring bankruptcy, which we all saw coming, right? And why the USDC coin is the king of stables as of now. Before we go into it guys, let me just remind you that none of this should be taken as financial advice. All of this is for informational and educational purposes. So let's get into it. Let's start by looking at our old reliable sentiment indicator, the fear and greed index. Some of you might be asking why we use this. Basically all analysts use this tool and I want to look like I know what I'm talking about. So I'm going to use it too, because you know, for the lols. I mean, we want to give you the most impactful indicators that you can rely on. Yeah, that's the official saying. Anyways, on the indicator, as of July 18th, we have a score of 20, which still puts us at extreme fear. What's interesting to note about this is that throughout the existence of this tool, it has never been on the extreme fear zone for 72 days, which is absolutely crazy. As a degen, I do have to ask what the correlation between this tool and the price of Bitcoin could actually be. That's for you degens to figure out. Talking about the price of Bitcoin, we've actually had another green week. The reports say that Bitcoin has been 0.57% up for the week. Ethereum, 16.57% as of recording. Whoa. And the crow, a nice and easy 1.81% increase for this week. We'll be talking about the price increase of Ethereum shortly. But to note, there's not going to be a technical analysis of Bitcoin this week because the price action has not been too volatile. So instead of focusing on technicals, we can focus on the fundamentals this week. All right, our first segment is Ethereum merge date real this time. The merger has a new target date and it could arrive as early as September 19th if everything goes well in the final test. Uh, Gorelli test. That's what it is. Sorry if I botched that one up. I'm not sure what that is meant to read. (laughs) The name reminds me of the sound you make when gargling water. Gorelli. Gorelli. It's one of them too, I'm sure. Anyways, moving on. The merger will be one of the most important events for Ethereum. Going from proof of work to proof of stake means faster transactions, less power consumptions, and is one step closer to scalability. The timeline for the merger looks like this. Gorelli test merge, week 11th of August, the last testnet. Then the merge will happen week of September 19th. A quote from Tim Bako, Protocol Support at Ethereum Foundation. 
It's quite realistic to emerge in September, assuming the Gorilla Life Fork doesn't completely blow up. Well, what can we expect from the dev? Reassuring as always. Ethereum is up 16% since the news broke. You know what that means, guys. It's time to update my coffee from McCafe to Starbucks in the morning. Moving on to our next section, we'll be talking about the CPI monthly report. US inflation has hit an all-time high of 9.1%, the highest it's ever been in 40 years. Ouch. (laughs) Here's a price increase across the board over the last year. The statistics I'm about to read are from Unusual Wells from Twitter. Price increase over the last year. Fuel and oil, 98.5% up. Gasoline, 59.9% up. Electricity, 13.7% up. Food at home, 12.2% up. New cars, 11.4% up, which brings the overall CPI or Consumer Price Index score at plus 9.1% year over year. Let me remind you, DGENs, that these price changes are year over year, which is huge. Brace yourselves. Inflation data drives interest rate policy, which pushes the market prices up and down. To explain the CPI, think of your money as a giant bowl of ice cream. Inflation is like turning up the temperature slowly and causing your ice cream to melt. You have the same amount of ice cream, but the melted goop is no longer that nice yummy frozen snack that you had a few minutes ago. It's a tricky one, because if you had 100,000 in the bank account, you'll go and see 100,000. It feels safe, it's still there, but that 100,000 can't buy the same stuff it could last year. The number's the same, but the purchasing power has gone down. Like a cell phone battery that only has four hours, even at full charge. I'm looking at you, Apple. To sum it up, you need to make more than 9.1% on your investments per year just to maintain purchasing power from the previous year, which is pretty difficult to do, especially under these market conditions. Next, Euro and US dollar is one to one. For the first time since 2002, the Euro is equal to the US dollar. It's official, one dollar is now worth one euro. The euro has fallen almost 12% against the dollar since the start of the year. So what does this mean? The stronger dollar is good news for Americans considering a European vacation or buying goods abroad. It could lower the prices of commodities such as grain and potentially ease the relentless inflation that has sent households and business expenses surging. But Experts say Euro's retreat also hints at a slower place of global trade, adding to recession worries. So if you're thinking of traveling to Europe as an American, go to Italy. I hear getting food there is a bang for your buck, especially as of now. Next, is Celsius finally down for the count? Here are the latest updates on the big projects going bust. Terra Luna, 40 billion of investors' money's lost. Three Arrows Capital went from 100 billion in assets to bankruptcy. Voyager owes 1.3 billion to 100,000 creditors, 
most of which will likely not see a dime. Celsius owes millions to over 100,000 creditors and files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. We have to remember that these are just not numbers. These are people's life savings that were tied into these safe havens. This is really sad to see and will be a trust buster for many people who are now traumatized or scared off of crypto. We trusted Voyager and Celsius to be smarter than us, but it turned out they were just as degen as the rest of us. Some experts out there, like Danny Talwar, head of tax at Coinly, think that this could be Mount Gox 2.0, where customers may not see their money anytime soon. On the flip side, let's talk about the stablecoin that any long-time crypto investor loves, USDC, or the USD dollar of Circle. Before we talk about Circle, let's talk about Terra. Do you remember when Terra exploded? It wasn't that long ago. It was an 18 billion algorithmically hacked stablecoin that reached $0 in a week and it shook the entire crypto market. Well, one of the reasons for Terra's collapse was that it wasn't backed by secure assets. Stablecoins have been criticized for years for not being transparent about the reserves behind stablecoins. Some people say that Tether, the largest stablecoin, poses a potential risk for cryptocurrencies if reserves turn out to be lacking. But some good news emerged this week. USDC, the world's second largest stablecoin with a circulation of 55 billion, released updated data on their reserves backing its stablecoin. Their piggy bank consists of 13.5 billion cash in banks, which is 24.4% of their allocation, and 42.1 billion in US treasuries, which is 75.6% allocation. With USDC above 100% backed by cash, plus short-dated government bonds, this should give people peace of mind. It is also one of the main ways USDC makes money by earning interest on its reserves. They forecast sales of 351 million by 2022. Why does this matter? When Terra crashed, it was roughly an 18 billion stablecoin that went to zero and most people lost trust. With Circle, showing the stablecoin is fully backed by USD plus short-dated US treasuries, this should be good for confidence. As a summary, USDC has been non-stop trying to rebuild confidence in their stablecoin by providing proof of backed assets to assure investors that their money won't go down the drain in a heartbeat. That's all for this week, folks. Thanks for tuning in to this week's DBF Weekly Review. A little bit about us, DGEN Brain Finance is an upcoming learn-to-earn NFT and DeFi platform that aims to raise the IQ of crypto investors. We have a growing community with a shared motivation to help retail traders and crypto investors. If you have any questions or suggestions for us, we invite you to join our Discord. And if you want to see more frequent updates, please follow us on our Twitter at DGENBrains. Or if you want to follow your host, DGENMango, at DGENMango on Twitter. Thank you so much, DGENs, for tuning in for this week's episode, and we'll see you for the next.